federal and state courts have found Mayor that Garland. officers in the unit violated residents' Fourth Amendment rights. The report concludes that the unit's activities were part of an overall enforcement approach that resulted in significant and unlawful disparities. LMPD's conduct has undermined its public safety mission and strained its relationship with the community it's meant yeah. to protect and serve. In an important step toward reform, I am pleased to announce that the city of Louisville has signed an agreement in principle with the department. Police officers and other stakeholders to address the problems that we have identified. And this agreement commits us to negotiate a legally binding consent decree with an independent monitor. Louisville Metro and LMPD have already instituted a number of changes through the settlement with the family of Brianna Taylor, as well as through other measures. The city enacted a law that prohibits LMPD from seeking no-knock warrants. A limited pilot program has started sending behavioral health professionals to certain LMPD has also announced plans to revamp its training, support for officers' health and wellness, and internal auditing. These efforts are commendable, and we credit Louisville Metro and LMPD for acknowledging that change is necessary. But more must be done. The Justice Department recommends 36 remedial measures that provide a starting framework for changes that are necessary to improve public safety, build community trust, and comply with the Constitution and federal law. To the officers of LMPD, the Justice Department is acutely aware of the integral role that law enforcement officers play in our society and the dangers you face to keep your community safe. So it is imperative that your police department sets you up for success. Your department needs to provide you with clear policies and consistent training that explain constitutional boundaries and responsibilities. You need equipment and facilities that help you meet those responsibilities. And you need supervisors and a chain of command that enables you to achieve the highest standards of your profession. To the people of Louisville, you have shown meaningful engagement on issues of reform. During the investigation, the department met with many community members, including people who had encounters with the police, religious leaders, advocates, criminal defense attorneys, prosecutors, judges, and service providers. I want to thank you for sharing your experiences with us. We could not have completed this investigation without your contributions. And I ask that you continue to engage with these issues in the months ahead. Your involvement is critical to our success. Together, we can make true progress and ensure the durability of reforms. Together, we can ensure that constitutional policing also results in safer communities. Finally, 
through the career staff of the Civil Rights Division of the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Western District of Kentucky, who conducted this investigation. Thank you for your extraordinary hard work, which will make Louisville a better place and a safer place for all of its residents. As I mentioned when I announced the opening of this investigation, the Justice Department is charged with ensuring that the constitutional and federal statutory rights of the people are protected. Congress authorized the department to conduct pattern of practice investigations to help it fulfill this responsibility. But those investigations and the recommendations that ensue do not only protect individual civil rights, they also assist police departments in developing measures to increase transparency and accountability. So when you move your file server files into Microsoft 365, there are extensive proactive and reactive Those qualities are necessary to building trust between law enforcement and the communities they serve. And community trust is essential to making both communities and policing safer. The Justice Department looks forward to working with Louisville Metro and LMPD to achieve these ends. I'm now pleased to turn the podium over to Associate Attorney General Benita Gupta. Thank you, Attorney General Garland. I want to thank Mayor Greenberg, Council President Winkler, Interim Chief of Police Jacqueline uh, Gwynne Villarreal, Louisville Metro and LMPD for their cooperation with the Justice Department's investigation. I also want to thank the outstanding team led by the Civil Rights Division for their tireless efforts on this matter. And I want to especially thank the many, many community members who shared their experiences with our team during the investigation. As the Attorney General announced, our investigation has revealed a pattern of practice of conduct that violates the United States Constitution and federal law. LMPD's ability to serve and protect the people of Louisville has been compromised and the findings are deeply troubling and sobering. But we are committed to working with Louisville on a path forward to constitutional policing and stronger police community trust. And that is why I am pleased that the Justice Department and Louisville have entered into an agreement in principle. In that agreement, we commit to negotiating a court enforceable consent decree to ensure sustainable, constitutional and effective public safety and emergency response services in Louisville. By entering Lua. into this agreement, the city and police Lua department have taken a critical step forward and shown their commitment to moving expeditiously to implement reforms aimed at remedying the problems that we have identified in the investigation. And I want to commend them for taking this step. I also want to acknowledge that Louisville did not wait for us to issue findings to start instituting change. In the wake of Breonna Taylor's tragic and terrible death, the city made changes through its settlement with her family in addition to other measures. The agreement in principle only represents a framework, and in the coming months, we will use the framework to negotiate a comprehensive consent decree with the city that will be filed in federal court. And we will soon be meeting with and reaching out to community members and law enforcement to hear your ideas about the kind of police department and policing you want to see in your community. In negotiating and developing a consent decree, we will lean on the lessons we have learned from consent decrees in other cities across the country. 
We have learned and I have seen firsthand that consent decrees can lead to lasting and real change. Across the country, the Justice Department has worked collaboratively with not only city and police officials, but also members of the public who are invested in finding better ways for their cities to meet public safety challenges. Our approach has led to significant improvements. In Seattle, for example, the independent monitor reported a 60% decrease in the use of serious force since 2014. In Albuquerque, the independent monitor recently reported serious uses of force dropped by a third from previous years. And in Baltimore, the independent monitor recently found that officers are using force less often. We will apply these lessons in Louisville, and the consent decree we negotiate and implement here will address the specific context of the Louisville Metro government and LMPD and this community's needs. The agreement in principle commits us to including mechanisms in the consent decree that will facilitate ongoing participation of community members as well as police officers in the implementation of reform. We need this entire community to help us craft solutions that will result in real and lasting change in Louisville. The agreement in principle also commits us to selecting a third party independent monitor who will assist the court and parties in determining whether a consent decree is being implemented. In 2021, I reviewed the department's use of monitors in these contexts and recommended and the attorney general agreed to actions that ensure that policing consent decrees minimize costs, enhance transparency, involve voices from the community and move a community as efficiently as possible to lasting change that we all desire and that the people of Louisville deserve. As we, know, as we move forward, we know that we can achieve constitutional policing only by using every available tool. In that vein, just this morning, the Justice Department's Office of Community-Oriented Policing Services announced that it will produce a guide for police chiefs and mayors across the country to help them assess the appropriateness of the use of specialized units like the unit formerly known as the Viper unit here in Louisville, as well as how to ensure necessary management, oversight, and accountability of such units. The Justice Department also supports co-responder and community responder models that pair law enforcement and behavioral health professionals to attend to people experiencing a crisis, which will free up law enforcement officers to address more serious violent offenses and save lives. These resources will be available to LMPD as they are to police agencies across the nation. To the men and women of the LMPD, we recognize the many challenges faced by police officers in Louisville and in communities across the country. And we know that police officers every day risk their lives in the line of duty. And we know also that you need the public's trust to do your jobs effectively and to keep communities safe. To the people of Louisville, whether here or around the country, police reform won't happen overnight or by chance. It will take time, along with focused effort and sustained commitment. In communities across America, even in communities where that trust has been broken, we have... Welcome to the OLAB. Introducing a low foaming cleanser with a gentle touch. transformative 
reform, rebuild relationships, advance public safety, and bring us closer. who will discuss the findings of our investigation in greater detail. Good morning. It's eye to the state of policing in America. People across the country came together to demand action from their leaders, accountability from the police departments that protect and serve them and reforms that can ensure public safety while restoring public trust. At the heart of the many demonstrations that unfolded in this city and across the country was a call for constitutional policing and respect for people's civil rights. People in Louisville deserve constitutional policing. They deserve policing that is fair and non-discriminatory. Our investigation found that the police department and city government failed to adequately protect and serve the people of Louisville, breached the public's trust, and discriminated against black people through unjustified stops, searches, and arrests. The police used excessive force, subjecting people to unlawful strikes, tasings, and canine bites. The police sought search warrants without justification and carried out no-knock warrants unlawfully, evading the Constitution, defying federal law, and putting ordinary citizens in harm's way. Today marks a new day and a new chapter for the people of Louisville. For the last two years, the Justice Department has led an exhaustive investigation in Louisville to determine whether Louisville Metro government and the Louisville Police Department engaged in a pattern or practice of conduct that violated the Constitution or federal law. We left no stone unturned. And we found that LMPD routinely seeks search warrants for residences without establishing legal justification for invading someone's home. Officers regularly seek warrants that are overly broad, sweeping in people who have at most a remote connection to the investigation, who have committed no crime, harbor no evidence, and have a constitutional right to be not be subject to unreasonable search and seizure. Officers also violated the law when they act on these warrants by unjustifiably barging into people's homes without knocking and announcing their presence. And they often serve these warrants at night. These tactics are dangerous. Officers can be misidentified as intruders and they may interpret, misinterpret shock and surprise as a threat. All of this puts the public at risk and officers too. Officers also routinely conduct stops, 
searches and arrests without the required constitutional justification. These tools are essential to enhance public to weapons of oppression, submission, and fear. We found that LMPD officers use excessive and dangerous tactics such as neck restraints, canines, and tasers, even against people who pose no imminent threat to the officer or others. We also found that officers misdirect their resources and violate fundamental principles of equal justice by selectively targeting and disproportionately subjecting black residents to unlawful policing. LMPD disproportionately stops and cites black drivers for minor traffic offenses. In fact, black drivers were nearly twice as likely as white drivers to be cited for having one headlight out. Black drivers were nearly four times as likely as white drivers to be cited for improperly tinted windows. And black drivers were nearly five times as likely as white drivers to be cited for improper tasks. Very important. <clears throat> I'm going to share this right now. Thank you, hashtag Merrick Garland at the U.S. Justice Department, exclamation point. Your announcements and press conference about the tragic hashtag Brianna Taylor case is much appreciated, exclamation point, hashtag BLM. Hashtag BLM365. Hashtag BLM365247. Hashtag Black History365. Hashtag double NC. N. Double. N double ACP. Hashtag ACLU. Hashtag NAACP. I'm fixing this right now.
It's time to Epsilon. Epsilon projector uses the most amazing feature. Three LCD technology. And it's bigger than four 70-inch TVs. Bigger and better, baby. Killed him. Around the states. More of the latter.
And along with our experts, we've reviewed thousands of documents regarding LMPD enforcement activities, and we watched thousands of hours of body-worn camera footage. We know sustainable police reform requires going beyond mere surface-level change. It requires digging deep into the root causes of systemic problems. It requires creative ideas from many sources that can help LMPD and Louisville Metro achieve their public safety mission in line with the Constitution, federal law, and the community's values. It also requires an optimism that change is possible and a hard-nosed realism about the solutions that can achieve that change. So to the people of Louisville, I say let your voice be a part of the change. Louisville residents have a rich history of community organizing and even better from the leaders. And we want your activism and engagement to energize and advance this reform process. In Great. the road ahead, we focus on creating solutions that will drive real, lasting change in the city. The Justice Department will be reaching out to community members and law enforcement to hear about the kind of police department that people want for their city. We are relying on the diverse communities of this vibrant city to stay engaged, to push us, to advocate, and to work with us to create a safer, more just Louisville. As I close, I want to extend uh, my gratitude to Mayor Greenberg, Council President Winkler, and Interim Chief of Police Jacqueline Gwynne DRL for joining us today. In addition, I want to recognize former Mayor Greg Fisher and former Chief of Police Erica Shields for their cooperation and leadership throughout our investigation. And I also want to extend gratitude to the hundreds of people across Louisville who worked with us throughout this investigation. Thanks to the police officers, the civil rights advocates, leaders, and others. Who is this awesome lady? Law enforcement works when the community is engaged, and we at the Justice Department thank you all. Finally, as we prepare to embark on a path towards reform, we want the citizens of Louisville to hear us loudly and clearly that we will stand with you every step of the way. I'd now like to invite Mayor Greenberg to the podium. Thank you. Our city has been through a lot these past few years. And hearing the details of this report brings back a lot of painful memories, especially 2020. Though for too many in our community, the memories this brings back are much older than that. Our cities, our city has wounds that have not yet healed. This is huge exclamation point. Thank you, comma, hashtag the justice DEPT. And that's why this report, this moment, so important and so necessary. We have to understand and come to terms with where we've been so we can get to where we want to be. Chief Jacqueline Gwynn, Bill Rowell, and I were both sworn in to Louisville.
police department and reform it all uh, over the heartbreaking hashtag Breonna Taylor case exclamation point hashtag BLM hashtag Black Lives Matter hashtag ACLU hashtag NAACP months ago we took our oaths of office on January 2nd knowing this investigation was reaching its conclusion but not knowing what these findings would be we both understood from the beginning that we would inherit and embrace this opportunity to reform and improve LMPD. The work is essential to reducing violent crime and strengthening public safety, which is our top responsibility in city government. And it's equally as important to acknowledge the infuriating examples of abuse cited in this report particularly cases against black and brown members of our community and women and children, abuses by the same people who were supposed to protect them. The chief and I and our entire team will do everything possible and everything necessary to correct the mistakes of the past and heal the million-dollar Bellator Lightweight Grand Prix, Big E. When undefeated champ Guzman Armagamedo faces 30-win veteran Benson Henderson. Oh, the wounds they've left in our community. As the Department of Justice has noted, this work has begun, but we have a lot more to do. What we just heard from the Attorney General, from the Associate Attorney General, and the Assistant Attorney General, the descriptions of police misconduct, people looking the other way. All of that is unacceptable. It's inexcusable. And it's a betrayal of the public's trust. And it's a betrayal of the integrity and professionalism that the overwhelming majority of our officers bring to their jobs every day and every night. I want to address some of the reactions that I expect different people in our city will have to this report some of the details of the findings. I know some people are surprised and horrified to hear stories about certain officers operating in ways that are so counter to our values as a community. All of this is really hard to hear and hard to accept. It's infuriating. I understand that. I also know there are people who are not surprised to hear the findings because they see this report as confirmation of complaints they've made about their own interactions with law enforcement, sometimes for years. Many of those spoke out and felt dismissed or devalued. And now, the United States Department of Justice is essentially saying, yes, in many cases, you were right and you deserved better. That's a powerful thing. I understand that, too. And I know there are people who will look at this report and they'll be eager to find some way to minimize it or dismiss it. They'll say it's all politics or that you could find examples like this in any city. No, 
This is not about politics or other places. This is about Louisville. This is about our city, our nation, and how we serve them. We will not make excuses. We will make changes. We will make progress, continued progress, towards improvement and reform. Towards making sure that LMC delivers services that respect the Constitution, increase trust, and promote public safety and the United States Department of Justice is demanding that we take action. The people of Louisville are demanding that we take action. Chief Gwynne Villarroel and I are taking action to reform and improve how our police department operates. Over the past few days, the Department of Justice and my office have reached an agreement in principle that will help us guide us as we implement next steps. We will continue to provide updates as we go through this process. There will be many more announcements to come, and community input will absolutely be critical part of the ongoing part of police reform. We will reform how we recruit, train, equip, my, support, my and support more than 1,000 public servants whose job it is to serve as guardians of the public safety every day and every night. I talk to and work with LMPD officers every day. And as the Department of Justice has said, the vast majority of our officers are good and honorable people who are doing this work because they want to serve. They want to help. And they're willing to put their lives on the line. They frequently go into dangerous, traumatizing, and heartbreaking situations Power to keep us safe. None of that excuses anything in the Department of Justice report. But it is Bluetooth something we connected. need to understand throughout police reform. Because it's our job to provide every officer with the support, training, structure, leadership, resources, and accountability they need so they can do their job and do it right. We need our officers to prevent and solve crime while treating people with dignity and respect. Because everyone from every community and every background. And we just heard two members of the third respective who are getting all the of the law going to protect them. Today, they receive protection and abuse. To those people who have been harmed on behalf of our city government, I'm sorry.
and to the next stage in the process of police reform in Louisville. That phase begins now. live anymore.
Google Metro and LSD have failed to ensure that all
Ah. The equipment and facilities that help you meet those responsibilities. And you need supervisors and a chain of command that enables you to achieve the highest standards of your profession. You have shown meaningful engagement During the investigation, the department met with many community members, including people who had encounters with the police, religious leaders, advocates, criminal defense attorneys, prosecutors, judges, and service providers. I want to thank you for sharing your
and shown their commitment to moving expeditiously to implement reforms aimed at remedying the problems that we have identified in the investigation. And I want to commend them for taking this step. I also want to acknowledge that Roebel did not wait for us to issue findings to start instituting change. In the wake of Breonna Taylor's tragic and terrible death, the city made changes and fucking unnecessary death and other measures. The agreement in principle only represents the framework, and in the coming months we will use the framework to negotiate a comprehensive decree with the city that will be filed in federal court. And we will keep a meeting with and reaching out to community members and law enforcement to hear your ideas about the kind of police in negotiating and developing a consent decree, we will lean on the lessons we have learned from consent decrees in other cities across the country. We have learned and I have seen firsthand that consent decrees can lead to lasting and real change. Across the country, the Justice Department has worked collaboratively with not only city and police officials, but also members of the public who are invested in finding better ways for their cities to meet public safety challenges. Our approach has led to significant improvements. In Seattle, for example, the Independent Monitor reported a 60% increase in the use of police since 2014. In Albuquerque, the Independent Monitor recently reported serious uses of force dropped by a third from previous And the Independent Monitor recently found that officers are using force less often. We will apply
the people of Israel that are here around the country that the use of Quran will happen overnight or by It will take time, along with COVID efforts and community. In communities across America, even in communities where that trust has been broken, we have seen transformative reforms in building relationships, advance public safety, and bring us closer to the nation's promise of justice and equality under the law. And in the months ahead, because of the proactive leadership in the city, because of the energy and vibrancy of this community, and because of the police department's commitment for reform, together we can shape the same sovereignty here in Louisville. Together we can build a Louisville, a Louisville that protects the safety, rights, and dignity of all. I will now let turn things over to Assistant Attorney General Kristen Clark, who will discuss the findings of our investigation in greater detail. Three years ago, in the wake of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd's tragic and brutal deaths, the nation once again turned its eyes to the state of America. People across the country came together to demand action from their leaders, accountability from the police departments that protect and serve them, and reforms that can ensure public safety while restoring public Yeah. <laughs> 